0: and welcome to the Dr. Frank-Avilla Show. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Francovilla, board-certified family physician and diplomate of the American Board of Obesity Medicine. I've been helping patients lose weight to treat and prevent medical problems for the last 10 years, and I'm taking what I've learned from them to you. In this podcast, you will learn the science behind why you struggle with your weight and what to do about it, tips for common challenges, Work to fight bias about what a healthy weight really is, and improve your relationship with food and your body. Please remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. This podcast is meant to be informational in nature only, not medical advice. Please seek out care from your physician for your specific needs. Okay, let's get started. Hello there. In today's episode of the Dr. Frankavilla show, we are going to talk all about emotional eating and some ways that you can recognize that and handle that with the Am I Hungry method? So, uh, what is emotional eating to start off with? Emotional eating is essentially time you are eating food to deal with emotions instead of eating food for hunger or because you need it for fuel. And when I have researched this before, studies estimate that about 70 to 80% of people emotionally eat. So the vast majority of us emotionally eat at least from time to time. Now, emotional eating is different than binge eating disorder, which is an actual medical diagnosis where you have a loss of control of eating that's happening at least once a week and eating way more than what someone else would in another setting, and that it causes you a lot of distress that could be physical and or emotional. There is definitely a little bit of a continuum between emotional eating and mild binge eating disorder, and some of the things we're going to talk about today could certainly help, but I do want to recognize that sometimes it is a bigger problem than just emotional eating. It can be this binge eating disorder, and that deserves separate treatment, including medications, therapy, and other interventions. But let's assume that you are in that majority of the population that just has this Occasional emotional eating, and this can really side-slide your uh, plans for nutrition. You may be eating the way you want the majority of the day, and this emotional trigger happens, and all of a sudden, you find yourself off your eating pattern, eating way more than you planned, eating foods you hadn't planned. So what do we do about this? First, it is recognizing these emotions. And so the emotion that triggers emotional eating for you could differ from time to time. And it varies from person to person. But some of those emotions could be boredom. They might be anger or frustration. Maybe it's tiredness or fatigue, feeling stressed, loneliness, wanting a reward, feeling unsatisfied, feeling sad, feeling mad. Wanting to procrastinate, not wanting to do the task at hand. So these are just some of the emotions that could trigger emotional eating. One thing that also is going to make emotional eating a lot worse is actual hunger. If you add actual hunger to emotional eating, then you really have a perfect storm to overeat quite a bit. And so I do recommend eating at regular intervals, feeling your body with the type of food that it needs so that you're not adding hunger to these emotions. The classic time I see emotional eating plus hunger really take over for people is when they get home from work. So they may not have fueled throughout the day. Maybe they didn't have lunch or maybe they had lunch, but it was four, five, six hours before they got home. Maybe they had to deal with traffic or some errands on the way home, left work later than they wanted, and they get home and they are hungry. They're legitimately very hungry, but they're also stressed. Maybe there's a pile of mail to deal with, a dog that's barking and needs to be walked. They need to get dinner ready. They have have children's activities that they need to manage. There may be a lot going on as soon as they get home. Maybe they feel unresolved from the workday. And now there's all this stress plus hunger. And that's where they start eating the chips that are on the counter or in the cupboard. They eat some of the leftovers from yesterday. They've eaten a bunch before they even get to dinner. So if that is something that happens to you, I definitely recommend the first step being that you don't show up to your house or wherever you're going in the evening to eat too hungry. If you have this pattern where every day you get home from work and you are just hungry, hungry, hungry and stressed and you eat too much, have a snack before you get home or have a planned snack as soon as you get home. So this may be having a protein bar. This may be having a Greek yogurt, a string cheese, a piece of deli meat and cheese, a package of nuts. Maybe you eat this as part of your ritual before you leave work. Maybe you eat that on your way home. Even though I don't love eating in the car, that may be a time it's okay. Um, maybe you just know you're gonna eat that as soon as you get home. Maybe it's an apple. Maybe it's some um, overnight oats but make sure you're eating something so that you're not starving because what people do is they say, oh, I'm having dinner soon. They start snacking. They're stressed. All of a sudden they've eaten too much. So that is a classic time. I see a lot of my patients struggle with emotional eating But it can happen anytime, okay? Another time it happens, this is a trigger for me, is when I'm trying to do work, especially at home, and I maybe, I don't really wanna do it, I'm avoiding the task, and so, oh, well, I'll have a little snack first. So I need some chips, I need something to entertain me while I'm doing this boring task of work. And especially if I'm working in my kitchen, before I know it, I've eaten way more than I wanted. I haven't eaten a balance of food because I was eating out of boredom, I was eating out of procrastination and I wasn't eating for hunger. So that is another trigger is when you are avoiding a task. And then of course, there are more intense emotions. You feel really sad. Maybe you got disappointing news. Maybe you feel lonely and you find yourself eating and maybe this becomes a pattern that's happening regularly. So one of the best techniques that I recommend before you eat, and you can practice this all throughout the day, starting with breakfast is asking yourself before you eat, am I hungry? This may sound really simple, but it's a little deeper than it sounds. So when you check in with yourself, this is allowing yourself to practice eating for fuel and check in with your body's hunger signals. There is sometimes a hunger scale that I will utilize for people, and you could use whatever scale you want. I will talk about a scale that goes from one to 10, with one being, I am so hungry, I could literally eat anything. Two being, I am pretty hungry, I need to eat right now. Uh, Maybe four being like, I'm starting to think about eating, but I could probably go a little while... Five being not hungry at all. I'm just not full. I'm not hungry. I'm just like perfect, right? Six would be I could eat more, but I don't really feel like it. Seven is feeling very satisfied, maybe a little bit full. Eight would be I don't want to eat anymore. Nine is I'm a little uncomfortable. I might feel sick if I ate more. And 10 is that Uncomfortable. Like I am really sick. I might need to unbutton my pants. I need to lay down. Like I really don't want to do anything because I ate so much and don't feel good right now. So that kind of gives you a whole spectrum. We kind of want to stay in the middle zone of sort of a four to a six where you're like, well, maybe I could eat or I'm kind of full or I feel just right. Kind of shooting for that most of the day because if you get to that really over hungry place, you're going to overeat, okay? So when it is time to eat or when you find yourself going for food, check in and ask yourself, am I hungry? If you have not been in the habit of doing this, it can be really hard to tell So some hunger signals for some people might be your stomach actually kind of growling, gurgling. Maybe it feels a little upset, a little empty. Maybe you feel a little tired, almost a little weak. Like if you had to go on a long walk or something, like you don't have the fuel to do it. You don't have the energy. You might check in, when did I last eat? Did I just eat 30 minutes ago? Did I just eat two hours ago? Did I eat... Four hours ago, did I eat eight hours ago? If you just ate four to six hours ago, you're probably actually hungry, right? That would be a reasonable time to eat again. If you just ate 30 minutes ago and it was a balanced meal, maybe you're not hungry. Now, if your body is consistently telling you, you are hungry or that you are not satisfied and your appetite seems endless, that's okay, that may be a biologic problem, that may not be an emotional problem, and that may be a great opportunity to look into utilizing medications or surgery because it may be that you truly are more hungry and you are less satisfied than other people. And again, that is why some people struggle more with their weight. So if you check in and you're like, no, I'm hungry, or no, I'm not full, again, those are biologic cues that may be off for you and may respond well to treatment. But let's assume then that you check in with your body and you're like, no, I'm not really hungry. My stomach feels full. I have enough energy. I just find myself wanting to eat something. Next, check in with what that emotion is and what is driving that eating. Another set of questions you can ask yourself if you are not sure if you are hungry or not is offer yourself some sort of unappealing foods, foods you would only eat if you were that one on a scale of hunger, so hungry you would eat anything. So examples might be like, am I hungry enough to eat a cold, dry chicken breast out of the fridge? Am I hungry enough to eat like a bowl of just raw carrots with no dip or anything? Am I hungry enough to eat just like canned tuna with nothing with it, no seasoning or anything? Am I hungry enough to just eat an old peanut butter and jelly that I found in the backpack and I think it's a couple days old, right? If you happen to love any of those foods, those may not be a good examples, but those are foods that I would eat if I was really hungry, but I would not eat if I was just feeling emotional, right? So those find some foods for yourself that may be examples you can ask yourself, like, am I hungry? If you're not sure, check in with your body signs, check in with the last time you ate, and then offer yourself some sort of boring, neutral, even kind of unappealing foods that you would eat if you were starving and see if those would do the trick. If it turns out that you probably are not hungry when you go through those questions, your next step is to try to figure out how to solve the problem. One thing to always check in with is if you're just thirsty, so if you haven't had enough to drink, have a glass of water, see how that feels. Check in with your emotions, though, too, so if you are feeling bored, maybe you just need to recognize that. You need to say, hey, this task is boring. I don't want to do it, and that is why I am looking for crackers or chocolate, but The sooner I do it, the sooner I get done, and then maybe I will have a delicious snack because I want to instead of because I am bored and I'm going to eat too much. Maybe you're feeling lonely. Maybe that is your cue to reach out to someone. Maybe that is calling someone, writing a letter. Maybe you make a list for yourself of people you want to catch up with so when you're feeling lonely, you can reach out to people. maybe you just need to distract yourself, right? Do something to take your mind off of your loneliness if you've gone through a recent breakup or a recent falling out with a friend or loved one. Maybe you need to have a plan in place when you're feeling lonely, right? What am I going to do in that time? And we'll talk a little bit more about that next. Maybe you just need to journal, right? Maybe you're feeling a lot of feelings. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, judged, tired, overwhelmed with lots of things in life. That may be a great time to just get those feelings out, right? Feel the feelings, journal them, process them. Maybe you're artistic. I'm certainly not, but if you are artistic, this may be a time when you're feeling emotional, and you release that emotions through art. Maybe you paint or you draw. Maybe you sing or play a musical instrument that brings you joy and passion. Maybe you dance. That's a very joyful thing for a lot of people. This may be a good time to, to pray if that is part of your life. Maybe this is a good time to practice meditation, right? Get more in tune with your body. Feel other parts of your body besides hunger. Maybe you just need to like drop what you're doing. Go for a walk. Do a quick yoga video, something like that. Maybe you need to listen to some music. I have some patients who've told me they like to listen to stand-up comedy. I think that's a great mind switch, right? If you're feeling emotional, feeling sad, listen to something that makes you laugh, right? Takes you out of that moment. Maybe if you need a reward, if you need a little bit of that dopamine hit, instead of food or something with a lot of calories, maybe you have like a fancy sparkling water or really nice herbal tea, and you get some enjoyment out of that without all the calories that are going to come from eating the chocolate or the crackers or whatever your emotional eating food is. So those are some ways to look at what is the actual problem and how do I solve it? So another thing you might do instead of just relying on yourself to come up with these ideas when you have emotional eating is to actually make a little toolbox. This could just be a notepad where you write some of these ideas down. But I have had people where I say like, let's actually have you make like a little shoe box or get a cute little craft box, whatever you want to do. And go ahead and fill that with some of the things you're gonna do when you find yourself emotionally eating. So what could that be? That could be like a Sudoku puzzle or a crossword puzzle. Maybe a coloring book. They have those like beautiful adult coloring books. Maybe it's a kid's one, whatever, no judgment. Maybe a coloring book and some beautiful crayons or markers or color pencils to color with. Maybe you have a photo in there that brings you joy, a photo that brings back a memory or a photo that is something that makes you just feel happy and joyous, a picture of a trip or a place you enjoyed. Maybe a deck of cards in there, play some solitaire, go old school. Maybe a magazine that's enjoyable for you to read that feels like a treat maybe you could have a list of things that you should do instead. So if boredom is your issue and you find yourself wandering around your house, eating instead of doing things that you should do, maybe you can't even remember what you're supposed to do and then later you remember it's too late, Go ahead and make a list. Keep it in there. You know, go through the sock drawer, go through the old towels, like clean the spare bedroom, clean the spare bathroom. Maybe just make a list of things you could do if you're feeling bored so that you have a place to go and look for that information. Maybe one of those little stress balls, you know, those squeezy balls you seem to get for free places. Toss one of those in there. Give it 10 squeezes every time you open the box. So you could put other things in there. These are just some ideas to get the juices rolling, but you could have a little box. And again, the second you ask yourself that question, am I hungry? No, I'm not hungry. I had dinner 40 minutes ago. It was a great balanced meal. My stomach isn't telling me it needs food. It's it's feeling good. I have energy. I could go on a walk right now. And I'm wanting to eat because I feel bored or I feel stressed or I feel tired or I feel overwhelmed go to that box, pull out the journal and write, pull out the activity, pull out the stress ball, try a few things and see if that helps. One thing to remember is, Food is really rewarding to most of our brains, especially carbohydrates. We get this dopamine release from it. In fact, they have done studies where they do MRIs of the brain and sugar lights up people's brain the same way cocaine lights up people's brain, okay? So it is a very rewarding substance to the brain. And if you find yourself craving that, needing that sort of boost from food, then you probably will not find journaling or singing or coloring or calling a friend quite as rewarding. It's not going to be as strong for most people as the feeling you get from food. But that's okay. You just have to recognize it. Sometimes you might find that you do the thing and you still end up eating anyways, or you end up starting to eat and then you recognize you're bored eating or you're stressed eating and you go to the box or you go to a different activity or you solve the emotion or you just feel the emotion instead of eating. That's okay too, right? We're not searching for perfection in this. Remember that 70 to 80% of people emotionally eat. So you are not alone in this. It is a really, really common behavior that is happening. And you're not gonna get rid of it entirely. So, you know, there are happy emotions we use with food too, right? Maybe you're at a party, you're really exciting, you're celebrating, you have a cupcake, you have a gooey gooey chocolate chip cookie, That's an emotion too, right? And if you have one cupcake or you have one cookie and you do that a couple of times a month, that's going to be okay, right? If you have a really, really bad day and the thing that is going to make you feel best is a large bowl of ice cream and you have that and you move on and that happens once a month, that's going to be okay. The problem is when this becomes something that's happening every day or every couple days, that's where it really starts to interfere with what's going on in your life, right? Right. So if you can recognize it sometimes and decrease the eating, or you can decrease how often it is happening, you're going to feel better and you are going to get closer to the results you want with your health. So again, there is no perfection in this. Most people emotionally eat from time to time. A little bit of emotional eating is probably okay, but work through this system so that you have less emotional eating and you're eating more for fuel. Okay, so to recap, emotional eating is when you are eating something that is to solve an emotion, to soothe an emotion, instead of for fuel or for energy or for hunger, okay? And that is different from binge eating disorder, which is an actual medical diagnosis that is a lot higher in volume of food and also is a lot more distressing and upsetting when it happens. Binge eating is actually fairly common too, so if you think that might be you, that is worth talking to a professional about. When you find yourself going to eat, ask yourself if you're hungry. If you are hungry, eat a balanced meal. If you are not hungry, check in with your emotions. What are you feeling? Maybe you just need to feel the emotion and let it pass. Or maybe you need to distract yourself, do something else, or do something that would actually make you feel better, right? And that is where having a little kit or a little to-do list can be helpful for yourself. So, Your homework for today is to help yourself be successful at this. You might write a little note and put it on your fridge or a cabinet that actually says on it, am I hungry? This can be a little reminder before you go to eat. If that's not appropriate for where you live or that feels too weird, that's okay. You can just mentally check in and ask yourself before you go to eat. Then you need to have either a little notepad, a note on your phone, or a box of tools that you can use when you recognize that you are trying to emotionally eat so that you can find something else to do instead. So that is your homework today. Put a little note or mental reminder to yourself to ask if you're actually hungry before you eat, and then have a place either virtually on a notepad or even a little box of things you can do when you are feeling those emotions instead of eating so that you actually are helping your health, feeling better, and not struggling so much with emotional eating. Okay, I hope those were some helpful tips. Go ahead and try those out this week. Again, this is a practice. It is not about perfection. It gets easier with time. Most people are still going to emotionally eat from time to time, and that is okay. The goal is just to make you feel a little more in control of it, recognize it, and be able to do something about it. That's all I have today. I will see you again next week. Until then, take care. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Frank Avila Show, where we learn about all things related to weight and health. If you love this podcast, make sure to leave those five-star reviews and share this podcast with a friend or loved one. If you have a topic about weight and health you want me to tackle, head over to the website, com to submit your question. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss next week's episode. Take care.